Hey, it's Mark here, and welcome to the next edition of the Employee Survival Guide, where I tell you what your employer does not want you to know about and a lot more. Today we're going to talk about the uh, really recent um, topic, the causes of quiet quitting and a radical solution. Quiet quitting is a viral phrase being used among younger employees and rapidly spreading to all age groups. Quiet quitting is simply doing your job as it's defined in your job description and nothing more. Quiet quitters don't actually quit. They just work the minimum number of hours each week and nothing more. Although the phrase is a bit negative, and I agree, it does not actually reflect the employee's outlook here. It has taken on an immediate hold and spread throughout the press like wildfire. I think what the employees are really trying to say is we don't like your work culture, uh, Mr. Establishment. Employers are really to blame, not the employees. Employers are the ones to blame for quiet quitting. Those who control the past control the future, according to George Orwell in his book 1984. Employers have always controlled the narrative of quote-unquote work at the founding of this country and continue to do so today. That narrative, filled with anti-employee, pro-employer favored rules, laws, and employment agreements, and I want you to think about forced arbitration. Uh, I don't think any employee ever wanted an arbitration agreement. Uh, non-disclosure agreements for uh, sex offenders and the, their victims. Uh, non-compete agreements for about roughly 50% of all working employees in this country. That's a lot of people. And wage theft due to improper wage classifications uh, for employees who are not managers and not uh, entitled to overtime and don't have any discretion. But yet they are labeled as exempt employees to save who money? Employers. Arbitration agreements that keep company secrets from public view. Uh, General Electric actually did this, uh, and so did Beringer Ingelheim and a host of other companies to keep their secrets from public view and keep them from the litigation dockets. And finally, my most favorite one of all is the, the most notorious of all the narratives that uh, companies create. It's the at-will rule, and it shields so much employment discrimination that no one talks about it because it's, it's the kind of the grease that makes capitalism work in this country. Finally, the 30-something group where this phrase started out, presumably, quiet quitting, uh, they're sending a message to the larger audience of people who are already working in the establishment. And they're saying, we don't like your work culture, not one bit, and we're going to change it. And the employers want to fight back and stop them from doing it. A new tipping point in favor of employees. Everyone seems to be looking for the tipping point for a brand new work culture in this post-pandemic or whatever you want to call it phase. Hence, all the press on remote work surveillance of employees at remote work, and now quiet quitting. Are we there yet? Of course, but the power brokers want to quell any momentum. And then you cue in the consultants, the naysayers, the pundits, the Society for Human Resource Management, and the Chamber of Commerce, and so on. If employers can kill the inertia, just like they are trying to do with remote working, then they win. Are employees too weak? And too decentralized to stop them? Maybe not. Think Hong Kong protests a few years back. They used umbrellas, masks, flash mobs organized anonymously over social media platforms. I really like that part one. And it worked pretty effectively until the following thing happened. Um, uh, violence and communist dictatorships uh, controlled and put down the uh, protest. But we're not China. We're a democracy and we're in the United States. Things work differently here. Workers have rights, but employers 
state and federal general assemblies and the courts want to minimize them in those rights in favor of employers. Money talks because companies have money and need more of it. But employees have information and communication power and influence in this so-called age of internet. Quiet quitting is the new silent protest in America. Quiet quitting is different. Quiet quitters are not going to reveal themselves and, and will stay below the surface of working the required hours and getting the quote-unquote meets expectation performance review rating. Meanwhile, employers continue to, in metronome fashion, require the numbers, quote-unquote, a.k.a. employees, to do their tasks, remain silent, provide undivided loyalty to their masters, the boss, the executive leadership, rinse and repeat. This is the same narrative format underneath racism in this country. It never goes away because capitalism was built on it. Likewise, employers will continue to keep their workers in lockstep in order to control employees' servitudes that make a corporation a corporation and make profit. This is also known as, quote, a particularly virulent and unrestrained version of capitalism, according to Sarah Jones in a recent article. I have a radical solution. Two, actually. Maybe three or four. The solution is transparency in all things employment. Ban the stupid at-will rule because it's stupid and it only works to promote racism and biasness. Ban non-compete agreements. And Mr. Biden did ask the Federal Trade Commission to look into the issue, but nothing really happened after that, Mr. Biden. Of course, it's a monopolistic type of behavior. Why do you want to stop somebody working at McDonald's and going to work at a Wendy's? That's where the non-competes are occurring. Institute termination for cause in every job. What does that mean? It means you got to screw up and you know when you did screw up, you were warned in advance and you had notice of it. It doesn't mean we're going to fire you for no reason. If people know you have that type of trust in their jobs, they're going to get your back, Mr. Employer, and they're going to work harder for you. How about a kinder and gentler HR department? Oh, boy. How many times do I hear that when call-ins from new potential clients and they say they, they talk to the HR department, they didn't help them, they did an investigation, the investigation revealed there, nothing happened. There was no, no discrimination of any type or any whistleblowing or whatever they complained about. It's just a cultural issue. The employers want to keep employees in lockstep control because otherwise when you start to allow them to have their own say and voice, they get unruly, so to speak. I feel like a child in a grade school principal's office. How about ban enforced arbitration for all employment claims, not sex discrimination claims? Or just that we just recently did that, of course. But how about all types of claims? Keep things uh, out in the open instead of burying them back in the uh, hallways of uh, the uh, jams folks in uh, arbitration uh, review panels in New York City. How about free mental health services during the pandemic, et cetera, and everything else, which is people are having issues. They're, they're burning out. That's all we hear in the press about quiet quitters. Well, let's help them. Why are you burning out? Well, I'm telling you why they're burning out. How about provide cash rewards for anonymous employee tips? I don't know how it's going to work, but people are motivated by cash, and they're going to turn in other employees if they see the bad behavior. How about longer vacations? How about four weeks of vacation? Okay, Allowing people to take a time off instead of working them to the nub like they do at uh, some warehouses we know. How about equal pay for women? You know, instead of the 80 cents on a dollar like women are currently getting now at the age of 35 and above. The implementation of all or some of the above situations or solutions will create immediate employee trust. 
and promote fully engaged employees. Wow, it didn't take me more than two seconds to say that, but they spend millions of dollars each year, corporations, to find out how to re-engage employees. Because you know why? 80% of employees in America are disengaged. I mean, they go to work and they say, I don't like my job, but I got to do it because they're stuck. It's like a, I don't know, a, a bronze golden handcuff instead of a golden handcuff. And then I recently just uh, read an article that um, companies now, and this is coming from a consultant advising corporate 500 uh, companies, to co-design work relationships with employees. Wow, co-design. Allow, I mean, give them a voice and allow them to uh, have a say? I don't think that's going to happen. And then the article also did mention too, and by the way, this is in Fortune Magazine, you can read it, that they discuss the issue that I see all the time, that employees who are, for whatever reasons, by qualification or office politics, get uh, they play up the ladder and they get promoted into a managerial position. And guess what? They suck at managing. I'm sorry. I didn't really say that because it's a fact. And everybody knows what I just said, knows and seen that, that managers who get promoted don't know how to manage. And where does culture come from? Your manager doesn't come from the CEO because he's too high up. He comes from the frontline manager. But people are not trained to manage. I can repeat that. People are not trained to manage. Companies don't spend millions of dollars managing managers to manage. So there's no school. People don't go to uh, classes or whatever to learn how to manage. They're just stuck in these new roles, given a higher pay grade, and they have their uh, ego shut up and they say, well, now I'm managing. Look at me. Let me increase my, uh, my uh, status in my LinkedIn profile. Okay. Get a clue, folks. Man managers don't know how to manage because we don't tell them how to manage. I'm trying to tell you that now the employees are trying to tell the managers, you're not very good at your jobs. Corporations, you're not hearing us, and we're just going to slow down. We're not going to quit. We're just going to slow down, and you're not going to earn as much money out of us. So why don't you turn that tide around, provide for remote working and whatever flexible work status you want to do, and listen to employees today. They're giving a loud message like a megaphone, and uh, let's see where this goes because I think that the tide has tipped, and we're now looking at a new reality where the corporations are saying three years after the pandemic, we're not going back to the office in full stride. Apple, you may want to shove us back there, but employees are really not wanting to go there, not because of COVID, because they like the flexibility that they have in their own personal lives today. And don't we all agree with them? I do. So food for thought. I've been thinking about this topic. I'm actually pretty happy about it, and I want to hear more about it. So send me an email if you like it, or if you don't like it, tell me why. I'm glad to hear it. And uh, have a great week, and I will talk to you soon.